Your name and title, please. I'm uh, Dr. Nancy Schenkel. I am Provost of the Relis Academic Alliance and Associate Vice Chancellor for Academic Affairs for the A&M System. So before we really dive into things, just how many floors and how much time would be required for you to give a full and proper elevator pitch <laughs> about the Texas A&M University System's Relis Academic Alliance? I... How much time I need? <laughs> yeah. How tall does that building need to be for that elevator pitch? Right, right. It, it, well, I can do it in about a minute or two, but to really let you know what's going on, it takes about uh, 20 minutes. Oof, that's what I thought. Well, we're going to dive into it. Okay. Welcome to Brazos Matters. I'm Jay Sokol. I get to visit today with Dr. Nancy Shankle, Associate Vice Chancellor and Provost of the Texas A&M University System's Relis Academic Alliance. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So I'm going to do a long wind-up here, so just sit tight and bear with me when I do that. From uh, your LinkedIn profile, I'm not sure I've met many people who have logged such an interesting variety of positions and experiences. Mm -hmm. So here's here's some of what I found. Two degrees from Texas A&M University Commerce, mm -hmm. a PhD in English from Texas A&M uh, College Station, You've been a top administrator at Abilene Christian University, where you actually spent a, a very long time. That's correct. Um, you were also at Texas A&M University Texarkana and at LSU Shreveport. And then I found things like you've published in the field of linguistics and something called grammar anxiety, which I have no idea how those words go together, and service on a national board for commission on accreditation for marriage and family therapy education. Now, I've left out a bunch of connective career tissue, but I am interested to hear how that journey prepared you for this current challenge. And I'm almost done here, but start here. There are plenty of people who live in this community who don't know or understand what is the Relis Academic Alliance all about. All right. So the short answer for Relis Academic Alliance, we are an off-campus instructional site. Now, many universities have an off-campus site, often housed nearby a community college to help students transfer into universities. But we're really one-of-a-kind facility. We're uh, technically a university system center. That's what how we're named in the legislative uh act that made us ha possible, uh, but we are highly integrated. Many of these off-campus uh, sites are very siloed so that you have one program with one uh, partnership with the community college, but we're integrated. We have integrated curriculum, uh, recruiting, advising. We have a common uh, tuition structure all designed for the benefit of the students. So we are a transfer site. Students come to the Relis Academic Alliance and take their lower division courses uh, with Blinn uh, Community, with Blinn College District, and then they transfer to one of the 27 upper division degrees that we have to earn their bachelor's degree from one of uh, 11 universities that we have there in the Alliance. So you can actually go all the way through and obtain that degree at Relis? Two degrees, one location. Earn your associate's degree from Blinn College District and then your bachelor's degree from one of the universities that, that provides those degrees, that offers those degrees at Relis Academic Alliance. 
So we have a common acquaintance who actually introduced mm-hmm. us through email. And as I understand it, the, the coursework that she teaches here at Rellis, mm-hmm. she is actually teaching on behalf of Texas A&M University Commerce, I think. No, it's Kingsville. Kingsville. Thank Kingsville. you. Thank you. Yes. So, so truly, these other A&M system components are represented out at the Rellis campus. That's correct. We have a degree programs. Uh, our, our common friend uh, teaches in the psychology program that's offered by A&M Kingsville. Uh, A&M Kingsville also offers an agribusiness degree. We have business programs offered by A&M Corpus Christi, AACSB accredited programs. We have engineering degrees offered by Tarleton State and A&M Texarkana, biology, communication, uh, criminal justice, social work. Mm. I I won't try to name all 27, (laughs) but they're all offered by uh, the universities uh, that are in the A&M system. We have one independent university, Stephen F. Austin, is part of our alliance, and they offer the uh, EC Early Childhood to Sixth Grade uh, certification, the degree leading to certification for a teaching field. I'm glad you brought that up. How did SFA get brought into this fold? Well, uh, they uh, reached out to us and, and wanted to be part of RELIS. And uh, A&M System already has other kinds of partnerships with uh, SFA and uh uh, of, of course, we've all heard the news that they may be join, They may no longer be independent after this spring legislative session. Mm. Uh, and when that happens, uh, they've been a very good partner to us. And then uh, we'll just see what their future will be with us. Right. But they've been an excellent partner uh, in working with the students and really helping to meet that need of getting more uh, qualified teachers into uh, our public schools. Now, before you and I uh, really started our official conversation today, we were talking a bit about the distinction between the Relis Academic Alliance and the broader Relis campus. Can you mm-hmm. do that again uh, officially and explain what the difference is? Yes, the, the Relis campus is uh, 2,300 acres altogether, and uh, so it's a huge location. It began in World War II as a uh, the old Army Air Base, Bryan uh, Air Base, and they have runways out there where uh, during World War II they trained uh, pilots for service, and it has a, a real a, a rich history there uh, where uh, pilots, some of our astronauts, Buzz Aldrin trained there, mm. uh, then some of the women in the Air Corps in World War II trained there, and even some of the Tuskegee Airmen trained there. But uh, after World War to there's a little back uh, it was decommissioned and some of the it, it served as a housing site for some of the students coming back the GIs coming back on the GI bill it was recommissioned in uh, the Korean War and then decommissioned for good and given to uh, A&M in a 20-year lease where for every year that A&M had research testing agencies going on out there there would be, um, you know, they would forgive 5% uh, of the cost of the base. After 20 years, uh, A&M owned it. Uh, but until uh, 2016, there was a lot of 
interesting research going on out there, but there wasn't much investment in the property. In many ways, it was still some of the old uh, World War II era buildings Mm -hmm. and roads and infrastructure. And so since 2016, there's been an investment of just short of a billion dollars in public and private money, state funding going into buildings out there. So across that 2,300 acres, there are agencies such as TEKS, Texas Transportation uh, Institute, is there, the Center for Infrastructure Renewal, many, many other agencies are there. Some public and private partnerships are there with testing facilities. Um, the There's drone research going on there. Um, just so many things going on across the 2,300 acres. But that is, on my spot of the Rellis campus, we refer to the rest of Rellis as Big Rellis because that's the 2,300 acres. We're 70 acres. We are the Rellis Academic Alliance, the partnership with Blinn College District. They have two buildings where they uh, house their students and offer the lower division classes, and then we have two buildings to house our students and provide the junior and senior level courses for them. So big Rellis and then Rellis Academic Alliance. Is there, oh, go ahead, please. We're a pretty big place just in our little 70 acres, but compared to what is going on across campus, uh, we're just one small part of the the wonderful work being done out there. Is there room for you to grow? Are there plans for the Academic Alliance to grow? Yes. Uh, We can currently serve up to about 2,000, maybe 2,500 students with our current facilities, Uh, but our master plan has uh, three uh, additional buildings. And then at some point in the future, there may even be either um, residence halls or some kind of housing that would be more of an apartment complex housing that would support both um, researchers that come in for short-term research projects as well as students. But for now, our students live like the majority of A&M students all around the city in apartment complexes, Mm -hmm. and uh, we're connected with A&M shuttle bus service, so students, um, and of course, students can park on campus too. Uh, One uh, advantage that we do have is uh, we have a very large parking lot that is usually no more than 75% full. So if you do want to uh, buy a, a parking pass, uh, you can find a spot out at Rellis. Parking. And that, that's a big difference, I think, from the main campus. Parking is precious. <laughs> yes. There's no doubt. Well, so you mentioned the the history of that location as the <laughs> Bryan Army Airfield. Back in the fall of 1947, my dad came to Texas A&M as a freshman, and he was housed there as part of the mm-hmm. Corps of Cadets. And he talked about how it felt incredibly far away from the main campus in College Station. And and even though our community has experienced enormous growth, you know, the Rebels campus is still somewhat uh, remotely located from, from most other, other things. And you touch on this a little bit in terms of perhaps the, the future of housing mm-hmm. and so forth. But what else do you believe is needed either on or near the campus to really make Relis even more attractive and, and functional? 
Well, the, the, the challenges we have, the opportunities that we're facing, are pretty common to other campuses around the system that have star that are sort of newer campuses. Uh, you mentioned that I previously served as uh, at uh, A&M Texarkana, and they have a new campus, and it was on the edge of town, and uh, gradually uh, companies and, and and real estate and things like that growing out to meet the needs since that became a new uh, center uh, of uh, economic development. Same thing, I think, is happening with A&M San Antonio. Uh, they're on the edge of town, but the town is growing. So eventually, I believe you will see uh, restaurants mm-hmm. and um, services like that, uh, convenience stores, uh, maybe more housing out in that area. Uh, I know housing prices have gone up all over town, but especially in that area of town, uh, people uh, recognize that that's a real growth area for our community. And it's not just the jobs that we provide with Relis Academic Alliance, but all of those agencies and industries are hiring people to work. So there are a lot of us making the drive every day to uh, Relis Academic Alliance, to the Relis campus to work. And I think you'll eventually see that whole area grow. I think you're right. If you just tuned in, I'm Jay Sokol. You're listening to Brazos Matters. And my guest is Dr. Nancy Schenkel, the Associate Vice Chancellor and Provost of the Texas A&M University System Relis Academic Alliance. So A&M College Station has, I guess, more than 60,000 students now, and the AM system has, what, 11 universities throughout yes. its, uh, throughout the state. And of course, Blinn College has a, a huge presence here and in Branham and other communities. So taking a step backwards, why do you believe there was a need for the Relis Academic Alliance? And who, who does it really seem to be serving most. Right. We are here to help support uh, transfer students and remove some of the obstacles that transfer students face. But in another very real need, we're here to provide what is often considered to be a regional comprehensive university uh, mission. Now, uh, you've already mentioned I'm a graduate of A&M, so mm-hmm. loved A&M, loved all of my time at A&M. Uh, but I will tell you from my personal experience, I'm a first-generation uh, student, uh, had the dream of going to college, but didn't have a clue how to even get started, mm-hmm. even take that first step. So I ended up at one of our quality regional comprehensive universities, uh, A&M Commerce, uh, because it was close to my hometown of Mount Pleasant. Hmm. And when I got there, there were good people there that just took me through the process and, and got me some financial aid and got me a scholarship and got me into classes and gave me the mentoring I needed and the smaller class sizes and all of those things that allowed me to flourish and earn my bachelor's and master's there so that when I was ready to do my doctorate, I was ready for a big college experience, which um, when I was here, uh, A&M was um, 40,000 students, and I didn't think it could get any bigger than that, but it did. And so, uh, so that's the mission of a regional comprehensive university, to provide high quality uh, programs that really serve uh, 
as much as 50, 60, 70 percent of a student body will come from a region of 70 miles or so from that campus. And I probably would, just being first gen generation, I don't know that I would have gone to a, a far away school that uh, A&M would have been at that time. Uh, if, if commerce had not been there, I may not have finished my uh, my work because um, many first-gen students feel somewhat place-bound, somewhat tied to their geographic location. Now, how does that affect us here? We have a research one, a, a fabulous nationally, internationally ranked university right here in our backyard, uh, but it serves all the whole state. It serves the nation. It, it's, it serves the whole uh, world in providing quality research and programs and, and its emphasis on graduate programs. And so what is sometimes overlooked is that we've got a lot of people within a 70-mile radius that are coming from small towns. They're coming from uh, from uh, regions where they uh, may not be ready for that big college experience. And so by making having this alliance of the regional comprehensive universities in our system offering those programs, we can offer an alternative to uh, the big campus experience for those students. And uh, many of them have done just that and have really thrived. Um, one of our fabulous students last year is a uh, is local. She grew up in Bryan and went to Bryan Collegiate High School, mm. and like a lot of high school students, was uh, more or less serious about her education. But when she graduated with her bachelor uh, with, with her high school degree, she had a college degree with a GPA that did not allow her. Uh, in uh, acceptance into A&M. And for a while, she was just discouraged and didn't even go to college. And then somebody talked to her and said, hey, you ought to go to Blinn and see what you can do there. So she did. And while she was at Blinn, she made excellent grades, you know, just a few years older and a little more serious and committed. Right. And then she met with one of our recruiters, and our recruiter said, hey, we have a spot for you in our uh, business program. So she came on in to uh, our accounting program and finished her college career uh, with a 3.8 GPA. Mm. And that was strong enough to get her accepted into May's business school for a graduate program. Wow. So she is one of our success stories. And, and as the advisor at the Mays uh, College uh, said to her, as, as she was um, working on her application, said, well, you may have started life uh, with uh, below a 2.0 GPA, but you're not that person anymore. You're uh, certainly a quality 3.8 G- GPA kind of student, and you're ready for graduate work. So that that's very much our student body, where we're wanting to offer an alternative to the big campus experience to those students in our region that need it that's a great story um and i i 
sort of relate to that a lot. I kind of felt some of a whole her lot struggle. of us can relate to that, can't uh-huh. we? <laughs> yeah, I, I as I like to tell people, I had a three nine after my first year, but the problem is that's combining my two semester uh, GPAs. <laughs> so, in a in a state dominated by A and M, by University of Texas and Texas Tech, TCU, SMU, Baylor, and on and on, what have you found so far to be the most effective way of letting high schoolers and and their families know that there is a RELIS academic alliance and that it is an attractive option. Okay. I I want to to address something you just said, and then I'll, I'll get back sure. to your question. Sure. But you said, yes, the state is dominated by the, the large schools. But you also note from my, uh, my LinkedIn profile that I've spent a lot of my time in the smaller universities because I believe in the mission of these universities. Yes. In the A&M system, uh, A&M is, is certainly the, the flagship, uh, has what? What is your enrollment up to now? 74, 75,000 students? It's big. It's, it, big. it's big. It's big. But in the A&M system, we have over 150,000 students altogether. So across all those regional comprehensive universities, Tarleton, West Texas A&M, yes. all of those uh, A&M International, we are serving just as many students at the regional universities as A&M is at the flagship. So that just speaks to the point that some of our students thrive at the larger universities, but some of our students thrive at the smaller universities. So there's a place for both missions for sure. uh, in, in our state. And now, as far as getting the word out, we work very closely in partnership with Blinn College. We also uh, do the same kinds of recruiting that people at other regional comprehensive universities do, so that we go to transfer fairs in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, in the East Texas area, in the Houston area. So far among our graduates, about 96% of our graduates have taken at least one class at Blinn College. Mm. About 80% of our students start and finish at Blinn. Uh, And so they're very much one of our big providers uh, of, of students. And that's an important way we get our message out to them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like to say that A&M is the sun in this community's solar system, that everything and everyone is either uh, part of it or feeds off of it in some way. And and we all know that. So why should our our residents, the people who live right here in this community and and throughout Aggieland, why should they care about what's happening through the Relis Academic Alliance when again, A&M seems to sort of dominate our landscape? Right. Uh, That in, in many ways, we uh, see ourselves as a proving ground. Uh, I mean, the Relis campus does all kinds of testing uh, uh, there. And so we're just a testing ground, a proving ground for providing an affordable option for higher education. So in combining with uh, com- the community college tuition rate plus our rate, students can get a bachelor's degree for about $31,000. And that's quite a bit more affordable than many other 
uh, places around the state. We're yes. the third most affordable in the state. Hmm. So that gives you uh, some of our uh, price point. Uh, but it's not just the tuition that makes us more affordable. I mentioned that we're a transfer site. And there are, and we have worked very diligently to address some of the problems that uh, so often plague uh, transfer students. So, for example, they often have excess hours in their curriculum. That's because they're following one degree plan at the community college, and then when they end up at the university, they discover that they need to take another math or another history or another science class because they didn't take the right ones that were required for prerequisites at the university. Now, we have a joint advising program. So students are advised by the same advisor from freshman year to senior to keep them on track. We also have done a very careful curriculum alignment so that if the students will just follow the advisor's uh, recommendations, they will not end up with those excess hours. Statewide, uh, transfer students have an average of seven uh, semester hours extra at the end of their year. Uh, at the end of their degree. Hmm. And sometimes it can be as much as a delay of two years in graduation. Uh, now that's going to be excess hours leads to excess debt and excess time to completion. And we also know that while the majority of students who start at a community college want to transfer to a university, the ones that actually graduate from the university, there can be as much as a 19 point percent gap in completion rates. Uh, So this is, so we're working to remove those obstacles, making college more affordable. Our students, um, once they start with us for the upper division, they're able to complete their bachelor's degree in 2.25 years, which is a very good average of completion. Uh, for students. So we're getting students on out. We're getting them into uh, work uh, with less debt uh, along the way. Oh, that's excellent. Okay, so in about, oh, I'd say two minutes, I want you to give me that final elevator pitch for the Relis Academic Alliance. All right. So uh, Relis Academic Alliance has fabulous professors, uh, small class sizes, 17 to 1 is our student-to-teacher ratio. But we also have the dual admissions program. We never want to tell students to wait to come to Relis uh, because that, as is common with transfer, you wait until you're ready to start your upper division courses. We want to get you admitted now, and then we will save your spot until you're uh, ready to take upper division courses. That gets you a chance to work with our advisors, to meet your professors, to build that sense of belonging with your upper division folks. It locks in your tuition at a lower right lower mm-hmm. rate, and it gives you the all the advantages of being in the college town that we are, including access to some uh, amenities at A&M, such as uh, eligibility to purchase sports passes or to uh, g- go to the rec center. So all the things that make our, our town so fabulous, our students can go ahead and begin to enjoy, even as freshmen. 
And apparently you can find you a place to park. And apparently you can park. Absolutely. <laughs> if people want to get more information about Relis, where do they go? Uh, they go. They can contact me, uh, go to the Relis webpage. Uh, Denitra Walker is our manager of enrollment services. She would love to talk to uh, any of the folks out there. I really appreciate you walking me through the Relis Academic Alliance. This has been incredibly insightful. Dr. Nancy Shankel, thank you very much for the talk. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Brazos Matters is a production of Aggieland's Public Radio, 90.9 KAMU-FM, a member of Texas A&M University's Division of Marketing and Communications. Our show is engineered and edited by Matt Dittman. You can learn more about us by going online, kamu.tamu.edu slash radio. And we thank you very much for listening to Brazos Matters. I'm Jay Sokol.